So what we're talking about today is how to get the most out of your team and make sure they're empowered through the use of the word or the acronym DRP. DRP is one of the most important things. You've, you may have heard it used before, but what does DRP stand for? It's direct responsible person. Have you ever been in a meeting and people come in and they start talking about, hey, um, what's going on here? Or you assign someone something and you say, you're running with that. Now the word running, there's a never ending road when you're running. You could run forever and you could run in the wrong direction. So um, you're running with that and you are running with the marketing and you are running with the, uh, the entertainment. And then people come back and you sit around the room and you say, okay, how are we at? Where, where are we going? People start saying, well, this couldn't happen because of this. This couldn't happen because of this. And yeah, I'm not missing the deadline, but I'm still running with the project. And you're saying, you can't still run with the project. When I was growing up in school, if you got 70% for your exam, you were doing well. Right, I got a few 40s and that wasn't so good. My dad wasn't happy about it. But when you got a 70%, what was that? It was a pass, right? So if you have three different sections to a team, let's just say, and everyone does their job at 70%, let's just say you've got the management side. So you've got the people who are managing the whole event, right? And then you've got the multimedia, right? Because every event or every project needs some form of multimedia, right? And then let's just say you've got the marketing slash distribution. Now, if everyone does 70%, of their job. That means that every person is leaving a 30% gap in everything that they're doing. And so there's a 90% gap in the holistic picture. And so you're creating a whole vacuum of 90% where people are saying, what actually happened? You were supposed to do this. I thought you were doing this. How come you didn't do this? What, 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 what's going on? And we call this what the fudge, WTF. It's the WTF zone. People come in and every single person's had this before, especially in Africa. You come around and you say, okay, so what happened? And then someone goes, well, I don't know. Um, I, 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 I did my part and I, I thought she was doing her part and uh, she got sick so she couldn't do her part and then, and then we just kind of failed the, failed the whole process. So the power of a DRP is so important and here's how you do this. Instead of saying, having meetings where you say, who's running with this? Because remember guys, people can run in the wrong direction, they can run around in circles, and they can run so far that you can never catch them. So instead of saying, who's running with this? You say, who's DRP on this specific project? Everything is projectized, that's another podcast. But everything is projectized. So there's a beginning and an end. You've got to create things into, into broken departments. If I'm DRP over something, it means that if it's bad, it's my fault. If it's good, it's my fault. If it's confusing, it's my fault. I can't blame anyone. Imagine the leader of a corporation who's constantly hearing why things aren't being done because of other people under other people. What does that do? That disempowers every leader of making decisions and making choices. So here's a quote I want you to remember and you can write this down. It's super important. It's leaders versus managers, right? Are you leading leaders or are you leading managers? Because if, you, if you're a lead on something, Milton, if, you're, if you are the leader, you think differently than if you're a manager. Think about it. Fidelis, if you've got a team of leaders, leaders think differently than managers. Managers will manage the problem. They'll manage the, 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 the missed deadlines. They'll manage the idiots. Leaders will fire the idiots. And they'll take charge of everything going wrong to make sure that it's done. So, are you a leader or are you a manager? 
Are you leading leaders or are you leading managers? Because giving empowered people limitations produces effective execution. Listen to that. Giving empowered people limitations produces creative execution. So if you give empowered people limitations and boundaries and and you've got your team, I don't want to hear about your team, I don't care. If I give a job to someone, if we give a job to someone, and this is such an important thing, if you're the DRP of a project or something, you can figure out how to do it any way you want. You can call Cephas from the street. You can call your gardener to help be a part of it. You can call, um, you can call Bill Clinton if you can get a hold of him. Whatever you want to achieve, you can do it. But you are responsible. You are the one who is directly responsible and no one else can change that factor. So in the meetings, now let's come back to the meeting. No one can say, it was my subordinate. No one can say, here's an excuse. Every single person has to come back and say, I was the DRP, I'm on it. I've got it covered, it's done. Or, it wasn't done, but I told you five days before and I sent an email just so that you knew where we're at on this project. The power of a DRP is the difference between leading leaders and leading managers. The DRP is you own the success, a DRP owns the failure, and the DRP owns the communication, and the DRP owns the team. So they own all those things. It's not about blaming someone. There's too many things that happen in Zimbabwe where people blame everyone else. If we can get to a place where every single one of us says, I am DRP over something. I am the leader, not the manager. I'm the leader. I'm going to make what needs to be done, done. And we're going to do it as effectively and efficiently as we can. That's going to change the culture. Because so many people want to be told exactly what to do. But that doesn't create leaders. Leaders navigate. And that's the culture. It's easy to get into a place where you feel like I can bring my excuses to the table. If you're in meetings and people are bringing their excuses, not their solutions to the table, then you don't have DRPs. You have managers. If you're in a meeting where people are constantly, and it's okay. See, the problem with now having an excuse style of, of leadership or an excuse style of running things is that everyone knows it's okay to bring excuses to the table. If you're in charge of something, no matter what happens, you bash the door down, you get it done, you challenge leadership, you challenge the people under you, but it all comes back down to you, the direct responsible person. If you paint the right picture of what a DRP is and you start assigning people DRP roles and you say, this is your direct responsible project. Direct responsible project means You can get your team together. Whatever needs to happen, it happens. But here's the deadline, here's the goal, and you are here to run with it. So when you're in your next meeting, ask yourself, are you hearing a bunch of excuses? Or do you see a team of leaders with blue paint on the side of their face, like Braveheart with swords, going, even though it seems impossible, we're going to destroy the enemy. Right? Even though it seems impossible, we're going to make this happen. Once you take excuses off the table, They can't be there. If you say that the rule is not to bring excuses to the table, it can't be there. Now, here's the thing. People say, well, Tommy, now you're a hard taskmaster, right? You're like Hitler. Like, just just get it, you know, whatever you need to do, do. No, what happens is you create rules of the game. You say, it can never be brought to this table, but it can be brought to our attention before we meet at this table. Because then it stops becoming an excuse, and it starts to become a challenge.
There's a huge difference. Too many people bring excuses. Then what happens is you suck the life out of a meeting. You sit there and you, everyone looks at each other and you're like, wow, well, now there's no momentum in this meeting because you just bought all your excuses and you just shoved them on the table. And instead of having... If you're a leader, you take charge. If you're a leader, you rally the troops. If you're a leader, you inspire people when they feel like they're about to turn away. If you're a manager, you just manage the problems. And you come back to the person in charge and you say, here's all the problems. We're going to manage the issues. No, we can't be managing issues. There's too many issues to manage, guys. That's why you've got to look at your team and say, do I have a team of leaders? Do I have a team of owners? Or do I have a team of people who are waiting to be told what to do, who are constantly bringing issues to my table? And then we'll talk about probably next week, solution-based conversations will change the way your culture works in your teams. Completely change the way it works.